Welcome to the Charleston Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Farina, and we are back and ready to roll for another episode here at the Moxie recording. It is a beautiful day out. The sun is so strong. I usually don't record this early. It's like nine and the sun from this window is like sweltering and but we're loving the natural light, you know. Um, but how are you guys doing? I wish you could answer me. That, that would be really fun. Maybe one day I'll be able to do like a, you know, live, live episode where you guys can actually talk to me. But I'm pretending that you're saying that you're doing great because I'm also doing great. And if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out on Thursday, my Valentine's event is tonight. And I'm so excited because this is an event I've just worked really hard on. Um, it's been, it's just been something that I've been working on for like months. So excited to see it all just like come to fruition and to just like do it. I think it's going to be really awesome. I'm like trying to figure out the best uh, situation for this mic here today. I don't know why I'm having some issues, but today we're talking about Valentine's Day because obviously and Valentine's Day and, and dating and love and all those fun things because like tis the season, duh. And you know what? It really has... Valentine's Day has become a season. Like it's, it, I feel like it used to just be Valentine's Day, but now Valentine's Day is starting earlier and earlier each year, which I kind of love. And I feel like all holidays are doing that. But like Valentine's Day, I'm really into it, mostly because like I love the, I love the color scheme, I love the hearts, and and all of that. It's like very on brand and and very me. But like also speaking of color scheme and hearts, uh, my hat. If you guys are watching on video, my makeup banded hat launched last week. So it is so cute. I like actually really love it. I got this mic. I'm like I feel like I'm just I don't know what my problem is with mic time, but the hat is so cute. I I've just become a hat girl. I feel like a lot in the past like year or so. Um, but I am just I'm obsessed with this one. It looks super cute. So make sure you go get it. It's on my website, thecharlestondiaries.com. Um, some other housekeeping stuff. Uh, I have an event this weekend at Republic. It's an oyster roast. Just a fun little Sunday fun day oyster roast. Um, guys and girls are welcome. Tickets are still available. So come to that if you couldn't get Valentine's tickets. Um, also today, tickets for um, a March event that I have coming up at the end of March. It's an Easter egg hunt event with Blue Steel Productions, who was on my podcast a couple of episodes ago. We're partnering together for this event. It is going to be such a cool event, you guys. Like it is, it's literally like a bar crawl Easter egg hunt down King Street. It is so awesome. So lots more details coming with that, but there's going to be so many prizes, so many cool things. So make sure you get your ticket because it's only going to get more expensive um, the closer it gets to the event day. So that's just how that's just how we're doing it for this. So grab your ticket and let's go let's go hunt some Easter eggs. So anyways, let's talk about Valentine's Day, which is like I said, what we're talking about today. Um, some people love this holiday and others absolutely hate it. And personally, I'm pretty neutral with it, I would say. I think honestly, I think anybody who's on the extreme side of either spectrum like needs to calm down. Like, and I actually feel that way about anything. Like if you are so like, if you have such extreme feelings either way about something, like you just need to relax. Like life isn't that serious. And especially about something like Valentine's Day. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like Valentine's Day, some people are just like so obsessed with it, but then other people are just such haters of it. And I'm just like, e either way, I just find that whatever. It's just unnecessary. Anyways, Valentine's Day is something also like if you're such a hater of it, just calm down because it is something that does not need to be about romantic love. And I have always, always thought that. And even more so, like I posted on the Charleston Diaries Instagram the other day, like just saying like, give me your Valentine's Day, like thoughts and and hot takes and, and all of that kind of stuff. And like so many responses were about the fact that this holiday does not just need to be about like people and relationships. It can be for anybody to celebrate any kind of love and like family, friendship, like even just the love that you have for yourself, because uh, let's just say that is the most important love anyways, like that is you should love yourself, obviously the most we know that. But that is the, that is, you know, family, friends and yourself is 
you know, just as important as any sort of romantic love, if not more so in a lot of ways. And I had a lot of different responses. Um, but my favorite response was a girl who said, and I quote, this is like, it was just so well written. I loved it. She gets, she says, my best friend and I loved Valentine's Day, especially when we were single, which I'm like, I love. We always thought it was so sweet to just have one day about loving the people around you beyond a romantic way. Every year we would throw a huge party or make a million Valentines to pass out to random people like gas station employees or people at the bar just to make people feel that they are loved and special. Valentine's Day is what you make it. And personally, I love Valentine's Day more when you take the romantic pressure out of it and focus on the amazing people in your life who make you feel loved every day. Like, I mean, come on, I could not have said that better myself. Like, I just I loved everything about that message. And I love the especially love the like making Valentine's aspect. Like that is something I wish I thought of this year, I will absolutely be making Valentine's next year. And participating in that and handing them out to people, um, handing them out to like, you know, people at the bar, random people on the street, you know, share house employees, all of the random characters, my friends, of course, obviously, but I, I am just I'm envis envisioning a Charleston Diaries Valentine next year. So we're going to make that happen. I'm going to start a year a year ahead and we're going to get to it. And they're going to be funny, of course. But seriously, her point is so true. Like love is love no matter what. We again, we know that. We obviously know that. And I love how much like Valentine's Day has become has like kind of taken over almost real Valentine's Day in a lot of ways. It's become huge, which I think speaks volumes to like a big overall mindset shift about like Valentine's Day in general, because it's like Valentine's Day, I feel like when it first kind of like came out or whatever and started, it was just, it was almost like targeted just for like the lonely single girls, you know, and now it's, that's not the case at all. Valentine's Day is for everybody. And like, it's, it's encouraged to celebrate it, you know, and like, not just the romantic kind of love that you're encouraged to celebrate any kind of love. And, and I, in the past, it was totally like, you could only celebrate Valentine's Day, I feel like, if you, I don't know, had a significant other. And like, if you didn't, then it's like, oh, you're just a lonely loser and you have to celebrate Valentine's Day. But but I'm so happy we're like kind of moving away from that and seeing that, like, like I said, love is love in any sort of form. It doesn't just have to be romantic. It can be your friends, your family. And I think especially as a, a woman and like my female friendships are so important to me. I talk about that all the time. And like, I... I feel like I love my friends all the time, but especially this time of year, I'm just like, it gives you an extra, like, it's it's like Thanksgiving. It gives you an extra, it makes you think, like, you're like, oh, I'm really thankful. And I think Valentine's Day, you're like, oh, wow, I really, like, I'm so, like, loved and supported and I have these group of women around me and, or, you know, you go to a Valentine's event and you make new friends or whatever it may be. Like, it's just, it's a special thing. And I'm really glad that, that it has become a universal thing. Maybe not universal. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, that's that's a stretch but <laughs> anyways without further ado we are of course going to get into valentine's day from a romantic love standpoint because like i i have to right obviously yes we love valentine's day in general of it being like for everybody but of course we're going to talk about it you know a spade is a, call a spade a spade or whatever that's probably not the phrase that i should be saying it makes no sense anyways we're gonna get into Valentine's Day from a romantic standpoint, because I have never in my 27 years on this earth had a Valentine, not one, not, not a single one, not even close, never even got, never even got a little close. Um, and like, it's actually weird because anytime I've ever been like seeing a guy or talking to them or dating or, or whatever, it's never been around Valentine's Day ever. Like it's, it's, I have just always been so single in February and I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like, I'm like, what is up with that? But I kind of like it because I've never really had to deal with the like awkward 
situationship in February and you're like, oh my God, like, you know, either we just started dating and, and like it's Valentine's Day or um, I have to ask them, like, what are we around Valentine's Day? Because I keep seeing so much of that. Like, I feel like the last couple of weeks, I keep, kept seeing that pop up on my TikTok of people being like, here's what to do if it's Valentine's Day and you've been dating a guy for two months and you kind of want to see like whatever. And I'm just like, oh my God, it sounds like a nightmare. Like, I, I almost want to like further schedule my life so that I never start dating somebody around this time because that just sounds like oh my God, I would lose my mind. I'd just be so anxious. You know, I don't know. I'm crazy. But anyways, so I've never had a Valentine. Okay. And like some people might think that's weird. Some people might very well think that that's weird. I'm 27. I probably should have had that by now, but I don't, I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's anything to be embarrassed about. And like, especially growing up in the time that I have, like where like talking stages and situationships and hookup culture, like are so much more normalized than actual relationships. I feel like at this point, like, it's just, it's becoming harder and harder to, for me personally, for what, what I see in the dating world and what I've experienced, I find it to be harder and harder to actually get to the point of a relationship. So I don't think it's that crazy that I have had grown up in all of this, have not had a Valentine. I don't think it's crazy. If you think it's crazy, okay, that's your, you can speak your truth. But it's funny because even though I've never had one, okay, never to my knowledge has there been a Valentine's Day where I've sat around crying because I'm single and don't have a Valentine. Like, I have never done that. And in grade school and high school, like, my parents used to get me Valentine's Day gifts. Like, and I, I would love it. And I'm obviously we do like, in grade school, like you do like hand out Valentine's and all that kind of stuff. But like, my parents got me gifts. And like, I remember one year in high school, I got candy and I got like, a couple like gift cards. And I got like the new Twilight DVD. And I thought it was the best thing ever. But like, also, like, I'm dying, like the Twilight DVD, like, that's how old I am. And also, like, this whole aspect of me getting these gifts it's like so giving only child like it's just so funny and i'm like my parents just probably felt bad for me they're like oh she doesn't have, doesn't have a boyfriend like we should we should help her out <laughs> throw her a bone a little bit no but just kidding um but even after that like in college and like all the years after like it honestly seemed like a normal day to me i feel like i've definitely made lots of jokes about it like over the years of just being oh i'm single haha don't have a valentine whatever but i truly never cared that much there there was never a time that i was just like Oh my god, what was me? And I think I always made the jokes, and this is just how I am in general. I've definitely talked about this on TikTok before, and this is definitely something I want to like make its own little thing um on here. But like a lot of times I'll make the joke, like even if it's not because you know when sometimes a lot of people make jokes and it's like like making a joke about being single for a lot of people is like a self-deprecating thing in a way of like like it actually they actually feel terrible about themselves. Most of the time, that's not the case for me. Like when I make self-deprecating jokes, I make them in a way so that like somebody else can't make them first. Then I think over the years, especially in like high school and college, anytime, anytime I would make jokes about like being single or not having a, a, a Valentine or anything like that, it was so that nobody could beat me to that joke. You know what I mean? Like, and I think growing up in this like, and even like, I feel like in post-grad too, I've de I definitely still do it because I think, you know, I've obviously never had a boyfriend. And I think instead of somebody else making fun of me for it, it's like, I should just make fun of myself. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe so maybe this is super self-deprecating. Anyways, I, I totally digress there. I never really cared about be, like having a Valentine. But I, I think obviously, there's been times that I've 
thought about it. And I think the only time I ever started to care, you want to know why, was because of social media. And I think social media has made Valentine's Day so much more of a thing in than, than ever before. And it's like everyone in relationships, I feel like tries to one up each other on actual Valentine's Day, like post how like, how much they love their partner and how great their relationship is and like how good the gifts are that they got and, and how great the flowers are that they got. And and it's just like, I'm like, I feel like if you have a really good relationship, there shouldn't be a need to post about it. I mean, for one thing, it's like, yeah, I, I am. It's, 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 it's like posting for someone's birthday, right? Like you're obviously still going to do it. I'm a birthday poster of my, for my best friend's birthdays. Like I always am going to post on my stories. And I feel like the, when the day comes that I have a Valentine, like I will definitely either post something with them or, or post a, my gift or, or something. I don't know. But I think there's definitely some people it's like keeping up with the Jones, right? Like you're like, it's like this domino effect where it's like people post and it's like, oh, well, well, I should post and this and that and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's just all of a sudden, it's just all in everybody's faces. Like Valentine's Day is just all in everyone's face. And I feel like that's just, it's just something that I've noticed as an outsider who's never like had a, you know, Valentine and, and especially like something as social media has grown like so much. And I, as someone who's gone to someone who went to high school, um, between 2010 and 2014, right? Like, and I like Facebook, there was Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, like Instagram, obviously just, you know, kind of started, I feel like in like 2012. Right. And, but social media wasn't as readily, readily available then. So it wasn't as shoved in your face, if that makes sense. So in high school, I was just like, Oh, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Like, yeah, like, obviously, you knew the people that like, were in relationships would be like celebrating and like, but it was just it was just not as much of a thing. And I just feel like in past years with like, Instagram and TikTok, like, like social media has become our lives. And in turn, like every holiday becomes your life too. And then especially in balance with Valentine's Day, where it's like, it, it's just all about love and relationships. It's like, I don't know, it just kind of turns into something that you can't really escape. Um, unless you just like, don't go on social media during the season. And that's just like, not really happening. Also, like my nail, my nail popped off yesterday. And it's just like, really annoying. Anyways, but like I said, like, it's not something that like, bothers me, because I do feel very neutral towards Valentine's Day. It's not something I have, I ever really cared about. But I will say, but this is the first year I think that I finally feel like having a Valentine one day, like, might be nice. And I might even be like excited for that day to come. Like, who am I? I don't even know who am I. And like, in the past, I've always like I've said, I've always not so much been like a hater towards Valentine's Day. I've been pretty neutral, but it's just kind of I've just been like, blah, like, you know, I just like, wouldn't really buy into it. And like, I have this very tough exterior when it comes to romantic love. And it's obviously my armor, right? It's like a form of protection over my heart and my feelings. And I've never been one of those girls that's openly a like hopeless romantic, quote unquote, and on the outside, at least. And I think, again, it's it's that's kind of its own issue, but it is a form of, of protection. And if I let my walls down, then there's like, you know, a chance that you're going to get hurt and, and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like as I get older, I am softening up a bit. And I'm like, oh, like love sounds kind of nice. Like, am I crazy? Like, yes, yes, I am. Like, we know that we know I'm crazy. But it really does sound nice. Like the flowers and the chocolate and like the romantic dinner like that doesn't sound so bad. Like, you know, I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm kind of like, warming up to the idea of it. And like, it's not something I'm like, jealous of, or wish that I had right now, or I'm yearning for. It's just I'm excited for that day to come. And I I am just now getting to a point where I could potentially one day like see myself enjoying Valentine's Day with a romantic partner. Like, 
I'm just now seeing that and that my friends is on having like never had a boyfriend trauma. Okay, like seriously, well, no, you know, what? it's not trauma. I'm being dramatic. It's, it's honestly just all I know, you know, like, for my entire life, like never having a boyfriend in like, extremely formative years of high school and college, like, th it, that wires a certain thing in your head. Like, I have it in my head. I'm tr and I, you know, I've gotten better with it. But for those formative years, where I saw all of, you know, these people like dating and and whatever and getting boyfriends and and all this stuff, like, it to me, like, being in a relationship or like having a Valentine was like, off the table for me like it, it, I put it in my head that that was just like something that like wasn't in the cards for me so I couldn't even like um, I almost like couldn't even let myself be bitter about Valentine's Day because in my mind for so many years I was just like oh that's just something that like won't happen to me right and like which is you know that is a learned behavior that I have that like it is a form of protection it's not the healthiest but it is just kind of like what I feel like I did to protect myself and it's just, I mean, also before I even had like my fully, my brain fully developed and like my critical thinking skills developed, it's, this is just how I thought. And I feel like it's, it's natural that way to also be a little rough around the edges when it comes to romantic love, like in having grown up without ever getting any, if that again, makes sense. And like, because yes, like it looks amazing from the outside, like romantic love looks like an awesome time, right? And like, but as someone who's never fully experienced it, like I personally have this innate detachment from it because I feel like I let myself get okay with just, with it not being something that I'm gonna experience. Like I let myself get like that in high school and college. And now in my adult years, it's something that I have to literally like unlearn and like actually try and imagine and like, picture myself in something like that because for so many years of my life I, it was just that was something that in my mind was never going to happen and like that probably sounds like so traumatic to some people especially those who have like been in relationships like you're probably like okay like are you okay Nicole like what is actually wrong with you but if you can relate to what I'm saying like you get it and, and I'm sorry if you get it like the, the never had a boyfriend club is a tough one to be in sometimes it's not a fun one and and I think there's also a club of never getting male attention during these formative years, like never getting male attention in grade school, high school, like, you know, or if, and if you like go to college and start to get it, it's like, what? Like it messes you up in a way that like, you just, I don't know. It's, it's its own little thing. Like, and I got no male attention growing up, none. And I think that that is its own can of worms that I can absolutely kind of get into at another time. But I think that that also obviously plays plays into it because it's not like I was like it's not like all these guys are after me in high school and I'm like oh I just like don't want to date you like no there was just like nothing and I feel like that it messes with your self-esteem it messes with your confidence it messes with just like like the way you feel like you should be and I feel like that's what has also like twisted my mind into thinking this now on the one hand I will say the great thing about all this is that I am so fine on my own and I do not rely on a man and I never will and I think that, you know, we're looking at the bright side here. We're looking at the positives, but that is something that I will never, like, I'm not out here seeking like a man ever. I'm not always like, oh, I want a relationship. I'm going to get in one, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm busy. I have a career to build. I have a life to build. I have myself to build. A, a man and a relationship is going to be an addition to that all. And I think growing up without that helped me form that in my brain and not have to rely on male validation, not have to rely on, on, like needing a man to be 
100% complete, whatever. Uh, that is the one good thing that came out of, you know, kind of the way I grew up. The other things, you know, obviously aren't super healthy. And like, I'm still trying to unlearn the mentality I had during the times in my life that I was like, really insecure, which was kind of all the times that I that I mentioned. And like, I truly thought during those times that like, love wasn't for me, like, I would never have to have a boyfriend and, and blah, blah, blah. And like, well, I think that like, high school relationships aren't always super real. Like, I, I feel like rarely are they real. And and I don't mean that to put anybody down. I kind of am just like, I feel like you don't know yourself yet in high school. You know what I'm saying? So they can be real in the moment, but it's not like it's a real um, true testament to who you are as a person, because I feel like you're not fully developed then, if that makes sense. But I do think that like, high school relationships can be very beneficial, because you learn how to love someone and like, how to open up your heart. And so that one day you're not 27 years old, like somebody here, and finally being like, Oh, I could be in love one day. Like, what the hell? I don't know. Like, that's just so you know, there's pros and cons to every situation, right? I'm glad I wasn't like a serial dater in like high school and college, because I think it's made me into who I am today. And, you know, I feel like it's given me strength that I need to build the things that I want in my life. But, you know, there also comes with a lot of downsides. But I, I, I am softening up, I will say. I am softening up. I feel like I'm an onion starting to pull back my layers and get a little bit better with letting my walls down, like keyword a little bit. Like it's not easy, but I feel like the more that I do this, the closer I am to finding real love and being in a real relationship and all of that jazz. And like, but it's just hard and it's scary. And I will say, like, this is something I have real trauma of is that every time I've ever been brave and told a guy how I felt, it absolutely backfires like every single time i've been like okay we're gonna do this you're gonna just you're gonna let it out because you're gonna be brave and you're gonna do this and it is just gonna be you know whatever it's just hard and scary though because this is something i do have real trauma of okay like every time i've ever been like okay i'm gonna be brave i'm gonna tell a guy how i feel because why the fuck not yolo it absolutely backfires in my in my face it's never like a okay, you got it off your chest. And like, that person just doesn't feel the same way. Like, you can move on. No, no, I wish it was like that. It's always been like, oh, I feel the same way. But like, XYZ, like, it's always like, oh, I feel the same way. Yeah. And then two hours later, they break up with me. Yeah, that happened once. Um, or it's like, oh, I feel the same way. But I'm actually gonna go back um, to date this other girl and who's my girlfriend. And I'm like, okay. So there has been so many times in my life that I'm just like, I know that doing the right thing, I think a lot of times is to tell someone how you feel because you don't want to live with regret. But like, every time I've done it, it's like this traumatic experience that I'm like, Oh, my God, like, I don't ever want to open my mouth again. I don't even want to like, tell somebody like that I like, like their shoes, like at this point, because I feel like it's become a defense mechanism for me. And it makes sense why I'm guarded and why I have a hard time because it's just when it when you get to a point where it's like, okay, being vulnerable and open doesn't work and only causes me pain. Um, why would, what's the point? Why would I even try? Like, I should just keep protecting myself and keep those walls up. But guess what? That doesn't work either. Okay. It does not work either because I tried that this past time with the guy that I dated. And like, I had my walls up so much, so much. And I was like, I, I shouldn't, like, I literally shouldn't, I should put them down, but I like, couldn't like, it was like this defense thing that I was just like, whatever. I had such a hard time. And the entire time we were seeing each other and I didn't, I had no reason to have my walls up. It was just this, like I said, this armor, this protection. And like when things ended between us, I was kicking myself 
so much because I couldn't confidently say that I gave 100% to that situation. And the regrets that I felt and the what ifs and the like, would things have been different if I said this or done this and all of that was worse than the feelings of I told that person how I felt and it exploded in my face. And I think that was big. That was a really big lesson that I had to learn. Um, it was a painful one. And I, I think I, I eventually was able to kind of um, say my piece with this person, but it it wasn't the same of like kind of, you know, giving that in that moment in, in, the, in the times that we were together and like actually letting my walls down during that time. Cause you can, you can say things after it's over, but like, that doesn't count. Like that's, it's too late, honestly. And so you kind of have to pick your poison when it comes to this kind of stuff and like choose your character, which pain is worse. And I heard the other day, a quote, um, someone was like, I'd rather live a life of oh wells than what ifs. And I'm like, yeah, because I completely agree. And like, that's my mentality. I feel like in so much of my life in, 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 every other aspect of my life that's my mentality besides like dating and i and i well you know what it was my mentality in dating and then i got burned too many times and then you know this past time i like didn't let that be my mentality and then i got burned again so i'm just like oh it's so hard but i think that is such a great mentality to have because it's like you'd rather have the like i gave this my best shot no regrets rather than just be like oh my god well, what if i did this what if i did that it's just terrible so i have to actively remind myself that as with everything else that i believe like the risk is worth the reward. I believe that about everything. And like, so with love and romantic feelings, the risk is putting yourself out there and, and putting your walls down and being yourself. And while it might fail a bunch, there will be a reward eventually. And like, I feel like I'm finally starting to believe that. And it's taken me a while. <laughs> but I do have this weird feeling. I don't know why. Well, I actually do know why, because my grandma kind of told me that this is what she thinks. And I don't know, I just kind of believe her. But I have this feeling that I am not going to meet my husband for a couple more years. Like, I feel like I'm going to meet him when I'm like 30 or 31. And I don't know if that's true or not. Obviously, we don't we don't know. But I feel oddly settled by that. I don't know. I don't know why. It's like almost just this thing. It's like, okay, well, it's coming. Like, it's coming. And you just kind of need to work on yourself till then. And it could be before then, obviously. It could be tomorrow for all I know. But like, I know that I need to like, I have some work that I need to do. Like, I mean, obviously you guys just heard me say all this crazy shit. Like I have some work I need to do, but it is settling. It, it's like, I, I do believe it's coming, but I think as with most things, like you do have to put in the work one, but you also have to remove the things that aren't serving you. And I think like the things that aren't serving me now, and I think maybe a lot of people can relate to this is having like these more negative mentalities about things like the the negative the negative mentality for me is like oh well i've never been in a relationship so i'm just never going to be in one like that that needs to change and like also it's like having the scarcity mindset oh this is never going to happen like those are switches that i need to change like that needs to be removed before i can open the floodgates i feel like of like letting someone really be in and and that is that all comes from me and it's just it's kind of hard to do that kind of work i don't know it's it's scary it's intimidating like it's it's vulnerable and I don't like to be vulnerable. I mean, I try. I really do try to be vulnerable. I mean, I'm good at, I'm good doing it on TikTok. I'm good doing it on here, but it's like when it comes to actually doing it with uh real life people, I have a really hard time. Obviously, not even men aside, but just like my friends, my family. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. We we should unpack that in therapy a little bit more. But I think I haven't been dating, obviously. You guys know that. I've 
you would know, you will know when I'm back out there. Um, but I think I just am not fully ready. I think I need to do a little bit more work. And it's not like, I feel like I'm not, I know I don't need to go date and be like 1000% ready for marriage. That's, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I don't think you should go into like dating after a break and be like, I'm getting married right now. Um, that, that's also who's doing that. I'm, I'm making things up at this point, but you know what I mean? I'm exaggerating, but I will want to go out there and just kind of just be like, okay, let's see what happens. But I still don't even think I'm ready for that because I feel like I have these like weird, like mental blocks in my head. And I think I need to work on that. And I also am like ready to date. I'm not, I'm not ready to date, but like the devil on my shoulder is telling me I should date because I'm like bored. And meanwhile, I'm not bored in my life at all. I'm, I'm bored in that there's no man man to entertain me right now, which I'm like, okay. I have so many other things going on. I do not need to have a man to distract me. We know that. But it's like that little part of me that's like, oh, it's always fun to be texting somebody. It's fun to be like having a, a crush, which I have crushes, but they're just crushes from afar right now. Like I don't need to have like like an in-depth crush right now. I just don't think that's the time for me in my life, if that makes sense. And I think it just needs to do a little bit more work. And I think right now, I don't know if I have time to do the work, you know? And I think I still have some healing to do of past things. And like, I think... I actually, for for one thing, I know exactly what I have to do to heal from it. And I just don't want to do it. And I'll talk about it when I actually do it. But we're just going to keep putting it off until then. <laughs> but I do, it's always, it's always those things that you know you have to do, but you just don't want to do. Um, but yeah, so that's been my little, my little spiel about like Valentine's Day. And I think, I think Valentine's Day is one of those things that I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think I, it's something that like, it is a really cute little like thing to celebrate, like with your uh, boyfriend, fiance, husband, significant other, whatever it may be. I think it is great. And I, and I do look forward to the day that I can celebrate it in a romantic way. Cause I think never having done that before is going to make the first one really special. And I feel like it's something that people who have been in relationships, like all their life or whatever, obviously not all your life, but you know what I mean? Um, they take it for granted. And some of us aren't as lucky to experience Valentine's Day in a romantic way. And I think I am really excited for that day to come. And I think I'm already kind of feel like I'm I'm on the right track to getting a healthier mindset when it comes to dating. Because like, I think the fact that I'm not sitting around being like, ugh, like, I just want a boyfriend. I just want a relationship. I need to be in a relationship. Like, and I'm like, genuinely, like, I'm good right now. But I am genuinely excited for the day to come when I am when I do have this. Like, I'm like, that's healthy. So that's one healthy thing about me. We're good. But I do think Valentine's Day, like, I I actually am a fan of the holiday. I think a lot of people, and I think the haters are like, oh, it's just a made up holiday. It's a Hallmark holiday to make money. Yeah, totally. I mean, fair. Every, like, Hallmark and all the, you know, these those companies uh, profit off of every holiday. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't think Valentine's Day is any different. But I do think it's, I think it's a special one. And I am a fan. And I, like I said, I love the colors. I love the sentiment of it. I love love. And I love any sort of love, not just, you know, romantic ones. So remember that this, well, you'll be listening to this after Valentine's Day is over. <laughs> Oops. Um, but that's okay. Valentine's Day, the spirit of Valentine's Day will stay with you past regular Valentine's Day. And I think it's just a way of life to live, of loving love celebrating the love in your life in your life i'm like did i say of your life i don't know celebrating the love in your life no matter what and being happy with yourself no matter your re relationship status even if you're going through a breakup um even if you're so sad to be single love yourself because you're all you got and that's the most important person that you need to love so 
mic drop. That's that on that. Um, let's do a little uh, dating diary moment and answer a couple, let's see, three dating questions. Because why not? I feel like this is the perfect, perfect episode to be doing that. So one that I've gotten a lot in the past, and that is very on brand for today's discussion is how do I tell the guy I'm seeing that I've never had a boyfriend? First of all, I think this will be never had a boyfriend, never been in a relationship thing will definitely be its own. Um, I feel like maybe episode or like big subtopic that we'll talk on another time because I have so many thoughts about that. Um, if you don't know, a little bit over a year ago, I posted about that on TikTok and it blew up. That is one of the reasons I feel like I gained a following on TikTok, to be quite honest. A lot of people followed me from that content, um, and which was shocking, to say the least. I A lot of people have asked me why I decided to post on there about it, and I felt like I was kind of talking about dating probably like a month before I posted this about the never had a boyfriend. I was kind of just like, I think I was going on dates. Yes, I was going on dates. I was seeing somebody and it's kind of giving these like dating stories and people started giving or, and like doing get ready with me is for date, you know, my dates, and like dating updates. And, and then people would ask dating advice and I would give dating advice. And then I was like, I feel like a fraud for not saying my truth. Like while I have dated quite a lot, right? Like I definitely have some great dating experience. And I truly believe that just because I have never had an official boyfriend, just because I've never had an official relationship does not mean that I don't have dating experience. Okay, I've been around the block, I've seen the apps, I've met people in the wild, I've done the dating. Okay. But I felt like a, I was hiding a, an important part of me um, that I felt like needed to be out there. And I feel like if people wanted to take advice from me, I felt like I should share an important factor of my dating life. So I did. And I just kind of was like, but I didn't frame it like as like this, this is a confession. I have, I've never had a boyfriend. I did. I was like, I'm 26. At the time I was 26. I was like, I'm 26. I've never had a boyfriend. And these are some thoughts I have about that. And I kind of just gave, you know, some thoughts. And then there was like a part two and a part three. And I think it was the part two that like absolutely blew up. And it ended up being in um, a USA Today article. It was a USA Today article was written. Um, the the reporter reached our journalist reached out to me. And he's like my age. He was so awesome. And literally the first line of the USA Today article that was posted everywhere was Nicole Farina has never had a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, my God, I am like, I am like, I'm like, man, you guys really got me here. But I'm like, I wasn't embarrassed because I think it was just a part, you know, I, I really owned it. But anyways, this is just a little background. If you don't know, um, kind of how I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people uh, have have turned to me um, in the past like year or so about never having had a boyfriend or never having been in a serious relationship. Um, and like, just kind of been like, what do I do? And what you do is you own it, which is which first off, you're going to own it, which is way easier said than done. I completely believe it. That used to be something I used to be embarrassed about a lot. Um, never ha having had a boyfriend. Um, but I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about. And I will give my reasons of why I feel like I've never had a boyfriend. Yes, I was saying earlier in the episode, I feel like I never really had male attention growing up. That's true. Um, but what is also true is I went to an all girls high school. Okay, I didn't really I had my guy friends, but I did not really like, I didn't care like about dating. I cared about school. I was a very, you know, I, I was a good student. I really focused on school. I cared about swimming. I was really into swimming. That was my life. And that's where all my guy friends were. Obviously I had crushes on people. And like, I had like this little, this one guy on my swim team, like, oh my God, we had this, like, I'm not even going to say on and off. It was kind of on and off, I guess. But like, 
for like years okay this like flirtation like whatever we both liked each other but no one did anything about it for years and anyways that's a whole that's a can of worms for another time um but like i obviously like had but that was that was enough for me to be quite honest i was focused and i think it's like it's just funny like how i am now i think if you've kind of like listened to me obviously in this episode and just in the past and on tiktok like I've always been that that person. I'm very focused on the things that I want to achieve. And I just, I'm like, I'm not going to let somebody come in and get in my way and like throw me off. And like, when I want to accomplish something, I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to like let dating get in that way because there's more important things than dating. And I think that plays into a role of the fact of like, I never had a, I didn't have a boyfriend in high school because I think I can blame, oh, guys didn't like me. Wah, wah, wah. Um, I didn't, I put no effort in, none none and and that's okay i can admit that same thing in college i didn't really put much effort in then either same thing i was focused on school and swimming and that one i feel like i did put a little bit of effort in that one i feel like i definitely had some just unfortunate situations i feel like um me trying to find a date to a formal oh my god the most traumatizing experiences ever anyways um if you know you know if you know you know i had some really tough times there um but anyways okay so I'll, I'll, that, again more background nicole shut up i'm like i answered the goddamn question you own it and it is a part of your life story. There is nothing you can do about it. You can, I, the way I've done it in the past of telling people that I've never been in a relationship. And I think there've been times before that I kind of would just like tiptoe around and be like, whatever. But it was a, a guy that I was seeing probably about a year and a half ago. And it was probably like, I forget which date it was definitely early on, maybe like third, I kind of, I think maybe third date. And he just kind of said, he was just like, what I was something about like, dating we we're talking about dating or dating apps and he said something was, whatever when was your last relationship and i was like and at that point it was third date i felt comfortable with him and but i think even if i didn't feel comfortable with him i would have said this exact same thing i was just like to be completely honest you might not believe me or you might think this is weird but i've never been in a serious relationship and and i, I think i said i was like but i you know no i don't think i no i didn't even i was gonna say like maybe i was like Oh, but I was seeing somebody. No, I didn't even say that. No, I didn't like try and like make it better. Like I literally just was like, I've never been in a serious relationship. Um, and that's just my life. And he was like, oh, wow, really? Like, I'm just, he wasn't like, that's so weird. Like, he wasn't like, oh my God, what? Like, let me get up and leave this table. He was like, oh, that's really surprising. Like, I would just not, not expect that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, people are surprised, but it's just the truth. And then he was just, he was very nice about it. And he was just like genuinely curious of like, why? And I was like, I explained it exactly how I explained it to you guys, like really always kind of focusing on school and swimming and just kind of had other focuses. It was just never my, my true focus. And he was just like, that makes a lot of sense. And it, like I said, it kind of, it adds up into who I am as a person. And he wasn't weirded out. Maybe he went home and was like, this girl's so weird. I mean, obviously we ended up dating for like another month or two, so it must not have been that weird, but I I did not feel weird. And I, and I think if anybody judges you for never being in a relationship, that says everything about them because they don't know your life. They, I do not think that if you've never been in an official relationship, I do not think that makes you weird. It makes you unique. It makes you special, I think. And but there's nothing wrong with that. I think that you just need to, it is your life story. It's like you're telling a fact in any other way. And I think like I've gotten better about it too um, because then the last, the guy I did last year, like it, this was a unique situation where he knew about it going into the first date because I had that USA Today article out and he like 
saw my social media before I um before even we have even went on our first date and he like brought it up on the first date which was kind of nice because then I was like okay I don't even have to like explain this like he already kind of knew um but it's just one of those things that I think that it's just it's your story and I do think it's important to tell somebody because I don't think it's like like I said it doesn't need to be some confession you're like listen to this no you just say it because it is something that is a part of you it's who you are it makes you a little different. And, and it, it's like, there's the people in this world that have been in relationships and that have, have not, okay? There's the two separations. I find it similar to the people that have siblings and are only children, okay? Granted, you cannot control the fact that you're an only child. You can control a little bit the fact that you've never had a boyfriend, okay? But like, also, it's your life story. You Like, it's your, like, the way your life works. It's, you can't really control it that much. But it's like, you can't, you, like people can't be mad at you for the way that your life has worked out and i feel like sometimes people get like that with only children and they're like oh you don't have a sibling mm, okay like and it's like okay sorry what am i supposed to do about that and i feel like there is a stereotype around people who've never had a boyfriend like oh, okay they must be weird or like what is wrong with them and that's just not the case a lot of times it's just that's not your focus and i think i really didn't focus on dating until i came to charleston when i was 24. so yeah Anyways, that was a very long-winded answer, but I think you just tell that you don't I don't think you need to tell them on the first date. Um I don't think you need to tell them before you meet them. Like don't say it over hinge. Don't say it when you're texting before you meet them. That is definitely don't do that. I think you can wait until like suss out the vibe and like see if this is a person worth even sharing that information with. And then you can just bring it up. Just be like, "Hey, I just want to tell you this, like just so you know." Or obviously, if they bring it up and say, "When was your last relationship?" You just say, "Well, I've never been in a relationship. Um, and you can exp you can either explain it, you can stop it there, or you can say, because I've never, you know, it was never a priority. I had other priorities. Or you could say, like, I've been, you know, I've never been in a serious relationship, but I've, you know, dated a bunch. I've been in a lot of situationships. It just hasn't worked out and blah, 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 which is also so valid. Like, everybody's been in a million situationships these past couple of years. Like, it's that's just the way of life at this point. So anyways, like I said, if anybody gives you a hard time about it, you can just tell them to fuck off because that is just it's just not fair for someone to judge you based on your life. Um, okay. Anyways, mic drop again. <laughs> so that was a, that was a spiel. Um, but okay. Next question. First date spots for drinks in Charleston. Okay. So there's so many good spots. I feel like for first dates here, because there's so many, like, I feel like aesthetic vibes, but also like cozy spots, which we love. I feel like the perfect first date spot is cute, comfy, and can either be casual or like classier not that casual isn't classy you know what i'm saying like i don't know it has to be like a perfect mix and so here's places that i've gone for first dates on for first dates for drinks i'm like that was a tongue twister kind of okay bar 167 love that place now when i did go we did just sit at the bar and there was only one one bar seat available so um mister had to stand for a little bit which was fine um but then eventually someone moved and, and whatever but I would definitely say get a reservation at bar 167 because we did we did not when we went but I also don't I don't think we realized we needed to um and but it's one of those places that it's so popular and I think we went in the spring so it was like it you know it's it's just one of those places that I feel like gets more popular in the spring and summer so I would definitely get a reservation but I think that's a great spot because it has great drinks but it also has like wine beer bites so great so cute um and then uh, let's see where else. Last Saint, another great cocktail bar. Um, same thing. You can kind of just like make it 
as casual or as like fancy as you want because they also have like really good cocktails and it's also very intimate in there like we sat at the bar but like i feel like their booths are really cute um graft wine bar another great spot and cocktail club all of these places i feel like are like you can make them as intimate as you want or as like chill if you want depending on your vibe and depending like how well you know the person and like i don't know whatever you want i feel like all these places you can also sit at for hours bar 167 i feel like you might not be able to sit at for as long i feel like they might like kind of make you move you know what i'm saying because i feel like they have their reservations everything else you can definitely sit at for hours um i also feel like a rooftop could be really fun for a first date like in good weather um like the satellite bar or then do rooftop all you know both great spots uh also love the the backyard a little palm i feel like that would be a really great spot and little palm in general super cute uh the belmont is a really cute i'm saying cute for everything really great cocktail spot great espresso martinis and felix is is a restaurant but it is one of my favorite bars to like sit at i feel like that would be a really cute spot um to go best espresso martinis i feel like i talk about it all the time but maybe another day i'll do like dinner first date spots in charleston because that's like i feel like a whole nother thing but i feel like drink first date drinks first date first date for drinks what i'm like what am i trying to say first date drinks going on a first date and getting drinks okay is the go-to because i feel like you don't always want to commit to a meal because that could just go i don't know you could just not like the person then you're like stuck with them for a meal i just feel like meals should be second date my humble opinion or if the first date goes like if you go get drinks on your first date but it's going really well and you go get food after like i think that's that's the way to go i feel like you don't ever you can plan for dinner you know what you can do here's my advice have a dinner first date if you've met the person already but i feel like if you don't if you're meeting the person on hinge and you or if you like don't actually know them or if it's like a blind date don't go to dinner do drinks or do coffee or something like something you can get out of there quick because you never want to be stuck you know okay <laughs> anyways one last final question uh this is a good one okay what do you do if you see multiple guys that you've kissed or hooked up with at the bar now you are speaking to the makeup bandit queen so of course and of course you're speaking to somebody who has had has had a curse the past like six seven months of running into men at all times just everywhere so of course i'm constantly like well i guess the question is an art like what do you do when you run into someone what do you do when you run into when there's multiple people so i don't have the best advice for this um because i think it's kind of hard to like how do you acknowledge all these people and it depends do you want to acknowledge them and if you do pick your favorite and that's who you acknowledge but i do have a funny story about how i was one time the real life bachelor at share house okay it was actually my nightmare but it's a funny story i can laugh now so one day Okay, this was uh, like a year and a half ago. I meet a guy out on a Friday night. And this actually ended up being a guy that I ended up dating for a couple months after. And it's funny, like people always say like, oh, can you meet guys at Uptown and then date them? Yes, you can, because I did. Isn't that funny? Did it work out? No, but uh, you know, it did for a couple months. So anyways, I meet this guy out one night. We'll call him, um, we'll call him the chemist. Okay, so he's the chemist. So the chemist, we meet the chemist out one night. And next day it's Saturday, like we're texting, whatever. And then i go and he had like planned saturday night and but i was like oh i'm like going out like with my friends like blah blah whatever and i think we were always gonna like maybe meet up at some point like that was kind of like a possible discussion so then i meet up um me and my friends go out we meet up with like this guy that we're like friends kind of friends with we're gonna call him the cop okay so we like go out with the cop and his friends and we're all just like hanging out, bouncing around. And like the cop and I are like kind of vibing, which was kind of like a surprise for me. I didn't like expect to vibe with the cop. So we kind of are just like bopping around, going to different bars. Meanwhile, the chemist is like still texting me, right? And I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, whatever. 
then I like tell the chemist, I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to share house. And um, I, at some point in the night, I said that we were going to share house. But then I kind of like forgot my phone existed. I don't know if you guys ever do that. And I'm like vibing with the cop. And, you know, we go to share house, we're all hanging out, like it's super fun. And I literally forgot that I texted the chemist um, that I was going to share house. And the chemist never said that he was coming to share house. He didn't like say like, um, oh, I'm coming, like see you soon. No, he just showed up. And I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. So the chemist comes over with him and his friends to me and the cop and all of our friends. And like, I'm like saying hi to the chemist and like, meanwhile, the cops like, mm, who's that guy? Who's that guy? And I'm like, oh, like nobody, like nobody. And, and the chemist is just like a really sweet guy and was just like, you know, talking and whatever. And it was just like, I felt like I was like, I was literally jumping back and forth between talking to one of them and talking to the other so that like the, they wouldn't know like what was going on. They wouldn't know that I was kind of, I'm not, I wasn't playing both of them, but I just wasn't expecting to have them both there. So I'm like bobbing back and forth to both of them, trying to talk to them. But the cop would like come in and like try and like steal me away from the chemist. He was a little bit more aggressive. And I was like, oh my God, like whatever. So I would try and like talk to both and like vibe with both. And like, meanwhile, I like, Obviously, this probably goes without saying, but I did make out with the chemist the night before. So he was like totally feeling a vibe. And the cop is just like, you know, definitely feeling a vibe too. And then for some reason, like I'm, I'm on the dance floor and like I think the chemist walks away at some point and the cop decided to slide in and kiss me on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really like ready for that. And I thought the chemist didn't see. Mm, he saw. He saw. And he goes up to my friend Leah and was just like, um, so what, like, what do I do about Nicole? Like, I just, you know, I'm confused, like, whatever. And like Leah's like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Like, and it, it was it was an unfortunate situation because I did not, I accidentally got myself in it because I forgot that I told the chemist to come to Share House. And I, yeah. So, anyways, um, the cop and I didn't work out. So we, I mean, still friends, but didn't work, it didn't work out in the romantic setting. Um, but I did almost really fuck it up with the chemist. I really, really almost did. And because he was just like, what the fuck? Like, and I don't, I don't blame him. It's like, I invite you somewhere. And then I'm like ignoring you half the time. And then like being the local bachelorette and then like making out with a different guy. Like, Oh my God, I'm terrible. I can't believe he actually dated me after Like that was crazy. So that kind of probably makes sense why we didn't work out anyways. Uh, I'm learning my lesson. But that was really, it, it is funny though, because I literally felt like the bachelorette because I was like running back and forth between both of them. And I was like trying to like keep up this crazy, crazy thing. But anyways, yeah, there's really no magic solution to like, if you run into multiple people that you've hooked up with at the bar, like it's, it's tricky because you're like, it's like you want to talk to them. Like, what if you want to, what if you talk to one, but it's like, you don't really want to talk to him. Like he's just saying hi to you just because like, whatever, maybe he really likes you, but you don't like him, but you really want to go talk to the other guy. But the other guy sees you talking to somebody else, so he's not going to approach you. I don't know. It's tricky. But I would just say, just bite, bite the bullet and go up to your favorite one and like go make out with them like a makeup bandit because that's just what you should do because makeup bandits are just the way of life. <laughs> that's just how I That's just how I am. So anyways, a little toxic over here, but you know. Anyways, well, that just about wraps it up on this Valentine's Day dating love episode. Um, Super fun. My legs are so dry. I need some lotion. I'm just like, anyways. Um... I hope everybody has a lovely Valentine's Day or had a lovely Valentine's Day. I am going to be just doing lots of stuff for my Valentine's event, doing lots of prep, meeting with my intern girlies. We're having a fun little meeting on Valentine's Day morning. I'm going to get them some, some treats, I think. Um, and we're going to like stuff our goodie bags and just prep for some other stuff. And then 
I'm gonna be working all day getting my stuff together for the event and I think I'm gonna go get my nails done and by I think I mean I need to because I'm actually appalled my I have like one missing nail as you can see if you're watching this on video nails are grown out need a pedicure pedicure what pedicure and so that's what I'm gonna be doing on my Valentine's Day and then just getting ready so I hope everybody has a great Valentine's Day whether you're in a relationship or not if you're celebrating your friendship love your self-love your family love whatever it may be um don't forget to get tickets for the oyster roast and the egg hunt and also next week um next thursday i will also mention this on next week's episode but next thursday i will be guest bartending at frontier lounge with jared kensky who was on my podcast a couple weeks ago blue steel um productions we are guest bartending for going places charity um and all tips go to going places which is an amazing charity that gives bikes to um disadvantaged kids in title one schools in charleston and i'm actually working with them uh, i have a little donation page set up um i'm running for charleston's like most influential person which is so crazy and basically like whoever whoever raises the most money like me and the people i'm going against uh wins so i'm gonna actually put the donation link in the um thing of this episode so if anybody's feeling generous and would like to donate that would be amazing uh but yeah, so that's basically all of my stuff that I have going on. Um, I hope you guys have a lovely day. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.